Welcome to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset with me, Johnny Pardo. Welcome back to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset podcast with me, Johnny Pardo. Today, I welcome Dana onto the show where we're going to be talking about self-confidence, intimacy, and something called Tantra that she's going to share a little bit more about and many, many more things as always, we'll be touching on. So just an introduction to Dana. So Dana is a sacred sexuality coach and intimacy mentor who specializes in the art of Tantra. She helps women figure out how to eradicate shame, advocate for their needs and feel confident in embracing the authentic being they were born to be. Amazing, uh, Dana. So glad to have you on today. Um, so yeah, it'd be really interesting uh, to hear a little bit about your story and what actually got you into helping in this particular area. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Uh, very excited to be here. Uh, so my story honestly started back when I was in a long-term relationship. I really felt I was not connecting to this being. Um, we were together for six years, bought a house and everything just kind of came to the surface, living separate lives in the same house. And I really felt like I lost my identity. Um, there was a lot of shame pres present and just, I felt like I was walking on eggshells. I had no communication with my partner and I found myself going outside of the relationship to seek validation and like, you know, feel like I'm a human more or less. Um, and then after that, there was a bunch of relationships that were just physical and I didn't feel like a person. Mm. And I was like, there's gotta be more to this dating thing. This, this being with a partner, like it shouldn't feel like this. So I was always kind of searching for something else, something more in, uh, within myself. And then when the pandemic hit, I was in a long distance relationship, which was the exact opposite of what I was used to. But I have to say it was probably the most um, stimulating and like connective relationship I've ever been in because there was no room to hide. You know, sometimes in physical relationships, we we hide behind our vulnerability or our shame or things that we don't really want to speak about because we're just like, oh, we'll just be physical and we're connecting. But there, after learning so many things, there's so many more layers to connection. And I was really interested in that after dating this person that I wasn't able to touch. <laughs> so um, after that, I, I found myself searching more deeply into myself and there was a tantric workshop no idea what that was at the time, but I was like, hey, connect to your own intimacy. And I said, yes. And that's probably the best decision I ever made because now I am one who heals through the art of Tantra and shows other people how to connect on a deeper level and what intimacy actually means rather than just, you know, penetration, we'll say. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. So. Well, thanks for your your like a uh, backstory for for that. So yeah, just this um, be interested a little bit more on on tantra um, and what you say. So for my understanding and the listeners' uh, understanding, it's connecting to yourself a little bit more um, into in intimacy, understanding your needs, or yeah, it'd be interesting to hear a bit further. 
yes misconceptions you were saying about it yeah so most people that first hear about tantra they think sex automatically Mm -hmm. that's not the entirety of it you just kind of think of life how much percentage of life is to deal with sex we can say maybe five ten percent depending on who you are same with tantra so basically what we do is we combine our sexuality our sexual energy sacral Mm -hmm. for all those beautiful chakra loving people and we combine it with your spirituality which is essentially trying to liberate you from the constructs of your mind, your conditioning, your beliefs, your patterns that are really serving you. And also just to expand yourself beyond what's possible. And how we do that is a lot of times through different techniques, uh, breathing, um, there's meditation involved, there's different levels of touch, uh, really more dropping into the body, feeling sensations uh, rather than coming from your, your brain, which more times than not, will tell you what you can't do. So it helps with reducing your stress. It can build confidence because I find a lot of times people may be performance-based and they're like, well, if I can't perform, I'm no good. And that's something I definitely felt trapped to um, when I was in all of my physical relationships. So it just allows you to feel what connection and love maybe even Mm. really feels like rather than just you're in a partnership or you're dating someone and you have expectations and it's like, what would it be like if you could let go of expectation and just be who you are and amplify that with someone else? And that's kind of where I look at Tantra more or less. Hmm. Okay. The art of, yeah, being oneself. And I know in general, there's a a big kind of set of expectations that can be, people can get in their head. I I certainly have felt that for myself in my life. Um, So yeah, that's, that's, that's great to know. Also the combining the, the sexuality and the spirituality as well. um, Mm -hmm. And sides of that. So for like being able to be yourself, could you, talk a little bit about how you can do that for yourself a little bit more i mean is it a case of almost dating yourself first before you can you date someone else um it's always interesting to hear different perspectives on that on how you actually start connecting yourselves more yes um definitely so one of the ways i've built up my confidence in being who i am is just kind of looking at it where we are whole first and foremost Mm. a relationship does not define you and sometimes we operate where we're two halves trying to be a whole which I kind of had to let go of in order to go and date myself so I've really taken on what is it that I want in a partner really um how how would we act how would we feel how would um how would we communicate all of those things and now I am actually doing those things with myself so I know I you are what you attract um like attracts like so in order to have the things I need to be um in integrity I need to be uh really able to communicate I need to be passionate if I want those things so it's been an interesting journey too. Um, yeah, like, you know, sometimes I'll tell my friends, I'm like, oh, I'm going out on a date tonight. They're like, oh, who are you going with? I'm like, me. <laughs> and they're just like, okay, okay, that's lovely. And I feel like you don't really know yourself until you can actually ask yourself the tough questions of, you know, 
what is it that I really want? Is there anything holding me back? I had a lot of Mm. beliefs being brought up to me that you know you should be married by now you should have kids by now you're 30 plus like what's going on with your life and there was a lot of shame around that being like some arbitrary timeline that I needed to be something right now um and it's not that I don't want those things it's just I have some you know other healing maybe or an an, an inner work to do in order to have the life that I want And that actually allowed me to question, is that what I want? So I've just been playing with what would my relationship look like versus a relationship? Mm. I love that. I I really like what I've never heard it sort of described that the the start, what you were saying about actually writing what your ideal relationship would be and Mm. then being able to do that of yourself and actually be able to live it. That's a, I think that's a really, really powerful thing. It's like having like, for example, I guess if you wanted to have good, clear communication, right. You need to therefore have that with yourself regularly. It's yeah. Love that example. We're always changing, right. We're never the same person twice. So even though I want said thing right now, I may not want that a week later. So it's good to kind of check in and see maybe you've learned something new, something changed and let it be what it is. So. Yeah, sure. Okay. No. Um, so with like, um, like when you're going out and then understanding yourself a little bit before, before maybe actually identifying the, uh, the partner, like a lot of, I've been talking to a lot of people recently about, values and they've been bringing up like our own values I mean is that something you look at in the work you you do looking at like what your own values are how they align yes um I actually totally um I actually do an exercise with my clients around what are your values and what are your needs Mm. um because you are the person that's responsible to meet your own needs you cannot get them met by someone outside of yourself. That is the first number one that I let people know. And then we go a little bit deeper and say, okay, what is it that you actually value? You know, we take a little bit of a list of traits, just like a business. Business has values. It has a mission statement, you know? So I kind of relate it back to a personal level and say, what is it that I value the most? Is it clear communication? Like mine are like my top three are like, um, intimacy, integrity, and communication. So those are the values that I have. So now (laughs) am I fulfilling on those things every day in some sort of way? It doesn't have to look like a relationship, but it's like, do I have integrity with myself? Am I allowing myself to be intimate with myself? How am I supposed to tell a partner what I really truly enjoy if I'm not clear on what that is? So just knowing your values and expressing your values is a really good confidence booster. Um, And just know that you're not going to be for everybody. And if you can accept yourself, you can accept the no thank you from somebody else. Mm. Yeah. Like that. I like what you said about not, uh, you you have to meet your own needs as well in terms Mm -hmm. of that, because I, I've personally seen it when it's lots of frustration has, has been caused because you're not getting something met externally when it's outside of your control, right? right. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's, 
yeah, just a general thing I've observed. And I, I've been guilty of in my own life, right? In other areas, it's we all have, like, trying <laughs> to get something. I, I think, you know, we live in a world when there's so much external thing, like things that are, like, trying to tempt us and we're trying to, like, hit it. So, yeah, that's really um valuable point. Meet your own needs. So I wanted to, what you said one of your values was um integrity, um, mm-hmm. right? How do we... Like without, in, I'm very keen on integrity. Like, how do we? How can we start developing integrity within ourselves? Um, that's a great question, um, and I think it is the most valuable within yourself. Because I, when I first learned about integrity, it was a personal development company, and it's like there was two things: it's um, being your word and like restoring integrity if you cannot be your word. But as time went on, I realized that integrity has to come from self first. So meaning I promised I was going to go on a walk today and I didn't. That's an out of integrity. However, that's not an invitation to make yourself wrong about it because they're bringing morality into there. You want to say, hey, I made this promise to myself and I didn't keep it. Maybe get curious why that happened. It may be something very subtle. Maybe it's a inner wound. We don't know until we investigate. Mm. And then you you restore and say, you know what? I really need to go on this walk because it makes me feel connected. It makes me feel um, more alive. So really understanding the why behind your intention, let's say, can really amplify how to stay in integrity with yourself. And yeah, like I said, I don't condone like making yourself wrong. I've had years of that. Um, it doesn't work just so you know, <laughs> but I would always invite people to just get curious about yourself and, and allow things to f- like feel the things. Hmm. Feel the things, feel the things, you know, hmm. why do you self-sabotage? Why do you not do what you say you're going to do? Because at a small scale, if you can't do things for yourself, how are you actually going to be there for other people? Or maybe you want to run a business. How are you going to like run whatever plus people that are going to be in your team if you can't run your own life? So again, it's not to be wrong about anything. I just want people to know that without integrity, nothing works. That's my that's my thing. That's my take home statement. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good take-home uh statement as well for that one um so yeah like one thing that that's a challenge for a lot of us is that we're like all busy 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 right it's just like we're like 100 miles per hour um it seems and you know it's like oh, i haven't got time to do this or spend time with myself and you know but it's like, i always believe there's you know, as the cliche goes, there's always time for the most important things. But in terms of creating that self-awareness or having that time with you, is there any like tool that's been most effective for you, whether that was maybe taking yourself for a walk or maybe just sitting in silence, journaling? Just always interesting to hear people's different different ways of connecting themselves, particularly in this, this area. Mm-hmm. I love this question. So one of the ways, and this may sound a little bit arbitrary, but 
one of the ways is to actually schedule it like you have an appointment. Hmm. You know, you won't necessarily cancel your doctor's appointment because you don't feel like going. There's probably something going on for you to have that appointment in the first place. Now, on this side of things, when you're doing things for yourself, it's more of a preventative measure to ensure that your soul is fulfilled. Um, and in Tantra, we always say like slowing down and being present is number one. Because if you don't have that to kind of fall back on, you're just running around ragged. We have a, a very hyper-masculine world right now, especially for women. And I just want to say your natural state of being is to receive. Your inability to receive is not allowing you to move forward in life and you're always going to stay stuck. So this is why for number one reason for myself, I schedule the time for me first and then we schedule everybody else. And yes, this includes moms and big families and all the rest, especially because you need that energy to keep up with everybody. So just schedule you first. That's my takeaway. Mm, love it. Scheduling. And I guess that scheduled time can be whatever methods uh, you you want in it. Like it might just be uh, having a bath or might be writing to yourself or talking to yourself whatever it is. I know people have different approaches. Yeah. I tend to make, and I actually get my clients to do this too. I make a, a list, a running list of all the things that bring you joy, things mm. that would light up your soul that make you feel good. So in the moment's time, when you have a scheduled slot, whatever it is, 10, 15, maybe an hour, that'd be great. You pick one of those things from that list and you ensure you get that done every day. And I'm telling you, that is something that has helped me boost my confidence, feel more alive, more motivated to want to be even around people because I'm nourished. I'm getting my needs met. So then everyone else benefits around me by doing so. Awesome. Yeah, that we don't always think about that knock on effect to other people by taking care of ourselves. So thanks for thanks for pointing that one out. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. So Dana, no, um, there's, there's so much more we could go into in terms of your area and uh, Tantra. I know you're doing a lot of great work. Um, and yeah, where can where can people find you if they want to find out a little bit more about your your work? And also, is there any final points or a final point you'd like to leave us with today? Yeah, I mean. It may sound cliche for some people, but the answers that you're seeking are in fact inside of yourself. Mm. You just have to be willing to look because you never know what we're going to find in there. (laughs) (laughs) You got to be willing to deal with what's coming up for you. Um, But definitely uh, I'm on Instagram mainly. um, So you can find me at the eccentric goddess. And that's all my sexuality coaching. And I also have a YouTube channel called The Bedroom and Beyond, where we talk about intimacy, mindset, taboo conversations, kind of, you know, things we don't normally talk about because everything seems to be hush-hush in this world. But I'm someone who wants to kind of expand that and say, let's have a voice in whatever area you deem important, so... No, I think it's uh, I think it's amazing, like to to share these things because it it could be a real struggle for someone, uh, you know, deep deep down, and actually it's impacting every other area of their life. So 
I'm glad you're you're doing what you're what you're doing and putting putting this information out there. So thank you, Dana, and thank you for coming on today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Awesome. So that concludes our episode for today. And remember, you are in control of your own self-esteem and confidence.